Welcome to Cash Considerations, the podcast that takes you behind the Las Vegas sportsbook from the guys that actually work behind it with your hosts, Alan Berg, Dave Sharapan, and Matoy Pearson. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Cash Considerations. I am your guy, Alan, A.B., A. Berg, however you want to say it. And I got my boys with me, Big Dave. What's going on? Nothing, man. Uh, we're surprisingly approaching March. And as painful for you as it's going to be, we're going to discuss a lot of college basketball. And, Already uh, asleep. Yep. You just, you just nod <laughs> off. We'll, we'll have Mo wake you up. That's perfect. But, it's all, but they love it, so it's fine. I get it. I got to take a back seat every now and then. And then, of course, you heard him with the laugh in the background. My man, Matoy, what's up? What's going on? What's the deal, gentlemen? Uh, I'm glad we're back for another week. And uh, I'm glad that most of this show will be about call troops. Uh, I think. <laughs> and that's, that's my cue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'll kind of steer the ship a little bit and, and let A.B. continue to, you know, just listen along. And if he, A.B., if you feel like chiming in, just throw it out there. Because, all right. you know, if you got a hot take, just, you know, do not hesitate. <laughs> Who's good? <laughs> well, there we go. That's that's actually how we're going to go right into this is 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 who is good. And um, Mo, I mean, there's a lot of questions now after, you know, my shoes still work. Yeah. Obviously, Zion's did not. And has that led to some questions as is your cut favorite as of today without Zion? Oh, man, it's um. I wouldn't go so far to say clear cut, but I mean, there's, they're still there. I, you know, I've already explained to most people that they still have two potential top 10 picks for the draft coming up this year. So, I mean, like it's, there is no excuses for the most part, but I mean, losing a, you know, a potential a player of the year candidate, uh, you know, in a big game like that one seemed pretty, uh, pretty brutal. And then obviously the result afterwards didn't help any uh, for anybody thinking down the road, if they can win a championship, but you know, um, Coach K is a good coach. I feel like they should be fine. So not clear cut because they don't have, you know, the, the major engine part, but they should still be a team that, you know, to, be, to watch out for anyway. It's Duke. It just is what it is. Listeners of the Cash Considerations show, Mo comes with Coach K is a good coach. Not bad. That's some, <laughs> that's some good stuff right there. That's why you listen to the show right there. It's, All it's, right. It's, it's so, useless information for the most part. Yeah, but it's delivered well. And right. that's, part of, that's part of the game. So you, you got it. You're bringing it. All right? That's the way we're going to go. I like it. Um, I could have said that. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that was your cue. <laughs> that was well, your that's still a pretty well, good for you, I was already dozing. Oh, my God. Hi. Right. <laughs> so Duke loses in pretty big fashion. To, to North Carolina, um, you know, sets into motion some things, maybe opening up, you know, odds get adjusted. Your boy Maddie's on different radio shows for a couple days talking about adjusting the odds. I love it. I was trading. He has text no idea him. what he's talking about. He, it's great, but nobody knows. Nobody knows. <laughs> Let it go, please. 
you know, between that and the Padre season wins over, him and I have been going back and forth for 48 hours. I love it. <laughs> we'll get into that at a different time. Baseball season wins. But anyhow, all right. So, you know, there were a couple games tonight. Gonzaga's favored by 28, four touchdowns. The game falls exactly on 28. I mean, it's almost impossible. The course, game falls exactly on 28, right? It does. But I think there's a pretty just good go, chance of it for the most part. I'll, I'll go this way. Can Gonzaga win a national championship, Mo? Yeah. Yeah, I think we talked about it on our last show. You uh, think they can, really? I just don't. I think – I don't know. I mean, does it – I can't really see them. I mean, I've, there's been plenty of times where the Zags have made it in – you know, just been like a first or second second day team, but uh, I don't know. It just seems like the strength of their team, uh, the front court, uh, it's just going to give a lot of people pro- a lot of the the team's problems going into like the deeper rounds. If that's obviously if they do make it, but I'm saying if when they do, because I, I feel like they are going to make it deep. Uh, you know, they'll give a lot of teams trouble that are, you know, basically pretty decent down low or. Uh, they got just enough guys that can do a lot and shooters that can, you know, uh, you know, kind of stretch games out for him to get big wins. Um, you know, just, just coming down to that point of it and experience with Mark Few, another coach uh, named. Another good coach. Fine, so. <laughs> he's okay. <laughs> he's not bad. He's not, he's not too bad. I've seen him coach him a couple uh, games. But, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I just think it's from the strength of the team because I, I know when it gets down to it. And they don't, they don't have the competition, obviously you know, going down, but I think it helps them, um, you know, to get these big wins. It seems like it, you know, it's, it's going to hurt them, but I actually think it helps them later. I think they should be fine uh, when it comes down to the tournament. Okay. So we've covered the West coast conference. That's done. Let's jump back to the ACC. All right. Obviously Duke is there. Um, we got North Carolina coming off of that win. They've crept into the top five, six area. Um, Virginia. Virginia plays on Saturday. They play early. It's a noon start Eastern, 9 o'clock Pacific. They're at Louisville, who's completely going backwards. Looked really bad against Syracuse um, when Tuesday night, Wednesday night, whatever that was. Um, Virginia, number three team in the country. Obviously, you, you consider them a threat to win the whole thing, yes or no? Oh, yeah, I guess uh... – we, as far as the revenge tour uh, stuff that we've been doing. Uh, oh, here famous. we go. I mean, it's, it's been a pretty big season for Virginia. And that game, that second game against Duke where Duke, you know, you know, just shot out the lights and kind of took Virginia out of the game in which Virginia scored just as well. I mean, that was that game I kind of threw away. Uh, Duke just shot ridiculous. That was, you know, otherwise Virginia has been pretty dominant this whole season. And, you know, barring any injuries uh, of any of any sort. I think Virginia's going to be pretty tough down down the stretch of the season as far as this ACC tournament, which is still wide open, in my opinion, especially with Zion being out. So, um, you know, Virginia's going to be a one seed anyway, in my opinion. Uh, I'm just saying if they can get hot down, you know, as far as winning the ACC, I think it'll be big for them going into the tournament. Okay. All right. And then, you know, obviously North Carolina's playing well. I, I, I would consider them, you know, a, a strong Entry into the ACC, Virginia Tech, uh, next kind of ranked team, along with Florida State. Do we consider any of them a threat to maybe, you know, we'll look ahead to their games on Saturday. But how, how about just in general, maybe making the Final Four? 
or Final Eight, Elite Eight, maybe? Uh, like, are we talking about any of the other ACC teams? ACC teams, yeah. I mean, we, you know, North Carolina's obviously one, but I'm talking about the next tier two with Virginia Tech, Florida State. Uh, Louisville looks like they're, they're toast. Yeah. I, that that Louis- loss to Duke did so much damage to that team. I, they're going to have a tough time recovering. Yeah, Louisville's it's rough. I think the only other team um, – uh, that has the de- the defense to uh, uh, disrupt a- any opponent in the nation is Florida State. Uh, they were there last year, uh, lost a close one in Michigan. Um, and, you know, just like because they have a lot of the guys that they had coming back, uh, you know, that stuff, that's ty- that those type of losses sting. And uh, they had a great team last year. So, I mean, if we're talking about another team outside of the, the top teams, uh, UNC, Virginia, Duke, I think Florida State might have the best shot. Um, and then that's probably it for me if I just had to take one so probably the easiest one but I think it's it's pretty well known that Florida State's pretty solid at this point all right uh let's jump over to the SEC we got Kentucky Tennessee Kentucky had that game circled Saturday um what they did to Tennessee completely ran them out of the gym established themselves probably as the favorite now in the SEC, jumped up in the power rankings ahead of Tennessee. Um, would you put Kentucky ahead of Tennessee? Yeah. Right now? Yeah, I, I think so. I think right now they're the cream of the crop in the, in the SEC. Um, you know, just, just by the way that they've kind of – they had a, you know, a rough start. They lost to Seton Hall earlier. A lot of questions popped up. But as soon as they uh, kind of got rolling – Going into the SEC play, uh, they've played well. Um, and, yeah, they had that slip-up against LSU, who's uh, – I mean, LSU is really good, man. Athletic uh, kind of just outworked him there. And then I think last week we said they wouldn't get outworked against Tennessee. And, um, you know, they, they took it to the next level, went on that 14-0 run. We were all at Maddie's that day. Everyone was going insane, uh, <laughs> drunk. I mean, you know, it was fun. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, for right now, I know Tennessee is going to be um, – you know, looking ahead to that Kentucky game uh, that they they have to play them at uh, at home. I think that's might be the last game of the of their season. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, um, I think Kentucky right now they look like they're uh, primed and ready to make a run going into March. Other teams in the SEC behind those two worth mentioning: Auburn. You touched on LSU a little bit. Uh, Mississippi State at nineteen and seven. Maybe worth a, a, a part of the discussion. I don't really. Th- and then after that, like the next one, maybe Florida at fifteen and eleven, gonna, you know, not struggle to get. I mean, they could maybe get in the tournament. They could maybe not. So yeah, yeah Florida. Uh, Florida had their uh, their big win yesterday against LSU to keep their hopes alive. Yeah. And, uh, in Mississippi State, I think we've all agreed back here that they've kind of been on the outside looking in. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think they're too good. So I I'd probably take the Bulldogs out. It's funny. I'm, I'm going to put Florida in, cause, but they don't have any legitimate wins against any uh, top 50 teams, which is brutal. I just – we've already came down to it. They, uh, they're coached well. Mike White's done great over the past few years, but they don't have any offensive prowess. Uh, it's all defense that keeps them, keeps them in most of these games. So if they can find some type of offensive spurt uh, in the SEC tournament, I think they can make some waves. They might be the NIT champion. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, LSU with just their athleticism. And uh, that point guard, they have uh, Tremont Waters. I think that's his name. Um, that kid's unreal. And uh, and I think if, if if they keep it they keep it together, they could be scary. 
uh, in the tournament as well. And then, that, but by that, by saying that, I think LSU is going to be in the tournament, obviously. So, um, yeah, the uh, I, Florida would be the wild card, and then LSU would be behind Kentucky and Tennessee, in my opinion. Okay. Um, let's jump over to the Big Twelve, which for me it's a complete mess. I can't uh, give you a, a clear cut favorite. Texas Tech, obviously. At uh, twenty-one and five, Iowa State's nineteen and seven. Kansas is twenty and six. These are their overall records, not their conference records. Um, and I, I don't know. I mean, Texas is in there, and then you start to really go down the list. I mean, obviously, it's a down year for teams like West Virginia. Kansas State is pretty good, twenty and six. Actually, I think they're leading the conference right now. They are. They are. Yeah, Oklahoma 16 and 10. Are any of these teams, in your opinion, a Final Four team? Oh, that's, that's a good one. Man, um, Final Four, that's, that's pretty That's cool. tough, right? I mean, you know, I, I don't know how many of them are going to get in. And as we get closer here in another week, we'll probably, you know, kind of have our breakdown show where we're looking at who is going to do what in their – postseason tournament and you know maybe make their play their way in or play their way out but just looking at the conference like that I don't consider any of those teams to be a threat to make it to the final four yeah yeah I mean for the most part I guess um, Texas Tech from a talent standpoint um, and defensively the way that they um, I mean really for me it's just big defensively and I think Texas Tech has a a pretty good way of shutting down opponents and um and then uh, I think they score on a lot of uh, transition threes, uh, just threes in general. I mean, threes in, in, in D. That's Allen's uh, key. Uh, key in D. Hey, oh, threes in D. Yeah, so, I like um, it. And that's for Texas Tech. I, I, I'm a fan of Texas Tech. Um, most of the guys back here bet a lot of, uh, on Iowa State early at 250 to 1. Uh, and they seem uh, like they have a, have a clue on, on making some type of run. Um, and then, you know, in, in a, obviously we don't have any clue of what's – could have turned out here at the end of this uh, tournament. Iowa State might be holding the trophy at the end. You know, I, I the, for me the the wild card because I think K State is supremely talented. They might be the best right now. Um, I guess it's easy saying that because they're in the lead uh, as far as in the Big Twelve as far as wins are concerned. But uh, they don't score the basketball well, though. Right? They play yeah. good defense, but man, it's you know, it's a slow offense. It's it's it's. Um... You know, they struggle to get, like, clear looks. I, I don't know. Like, I, 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 they've, they've played well up to this point, and I don't know if that will translate into making a run in March. But, man, I, I, I don't know. I like – well, Chris Beard, because right now I'm leaning more of Texas Tech. I think they've, they were big early in the season, and they had a couple losses. They had that rough one to Duke when they were up basically all game. Uh, and then they kind of fell off of the, the board of people's – vision but I, I think Beard's a great coach I mean he knows what's uh um, what what the team's capable of and I've watched him down the stretch and they've had some pretty good wins so I mean in my opinion I think Texas Tech can make some noise here Kansas is the one that everyone's watching because of you know Fitzgerald leaving and Azubuki being injured they've won I think three or four in a row uh, and then they still have to play Kansas State again at home and they have to play Texas Tech on the road so, uh, for me, I mean, it's hard to leave out Kansas, who's won the conference, I don't know, 
12 straight times or something ridiculous like that. Uh, but I guess to answer the question, I, it's hard to really see anybody getting out of, you know, like, I don't know, maybe the second weekend per se. Um, you know, not, not any that I would see going into the Final Four. For our listeners, Kansas has won the Big 12 regular season crown 14 straight years. <laughs> you can't – I mean, it's just out of control. That's crazy. Seriously, I didn't really. realize it was that long. Yeah. Um, all right. How about the uh, last conference we're really going to look at? I mean, the Big East is worth discussing briefly. Marquette is good. Villanova could go either way. Um the rest of the conference is down, brother, right? I mean, it's not really very good. Yeah, I've had uh, – earlier I had some high hopes of Seton Hall, um, and that's just dying right in front of me, uh, right in front of my face. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of just a battle between <laughs> all of them. Like, kind of rough. Like, they play these home and, and, and road games, and it's just hard to gauge on who's going to be playing or not. St. John's, John's obviously got a big win against Villanova Sunday turns around yesterday against Providence and gets smoked on the road. So, I mean, like, yep. that could just gauge on the rest of how this season's turning out for these teams. Um, you know, just to piggyback off of that, yeah, I mean, Marquette seems like they're, you know, the top team in the conference. Uh, but I, I think it's a toss-up. Um, you know, if Marquette even, you know, you know has, falls asleep at any time in, you know, the second half of any game, uh, they can lose to Georgetown or Butler. So, I mean – um, yeah, it's, it literally looks like they're the only two teams from the Big East that are going to get in. Right. George, Georgetown's creeping. I mean, they're Georgetown. Maybe. Not, they're not, like, going to sneak up. They're not them. dead, but, yeah. I, yeah. I think they're, uh, they got it going on. I think Patrick Ewing's doing some things over there. Got some things going on. Is he a good coach? I think he's a good coach. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to just put that in right now. <laughs> Change my mind soon when they blow it. Uh, Wild card, um, Houston, good, bueno or no bueno? We haven't had that. We haven't. Uh, uh, what do you think, Houston? Yeah, bueno. Uh, I had, I got text twenty-five and one. I mean, they keep winning and they're blowing the teams out in their conference. Yeah, they're having that vision of when Michigan hit that three on them last year, and uh, mm. just brutal, man. And they they lost their best player, Rob Gray, but they return. I think it's like three, three seniors a couple juniors uh guys that can really handle the rock at the guard position uh which is solid right now and they play in a in the 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 american conference is weak man it's 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 weak this year it's not as good since he kind of fell off wichita hasn't been as good as of late memphis kind of you know they haven't been doing too much smu those guys houston's gonna be rolling in and i i think just like for it's i'm not gonna say the americans as bad as the the West Coast Conference, but for Houston, I think it's fine for them to win like this and to gain some confidence going in. I mean, any confidence booster, the biggest one is is winning. If you're winning, you're fine. So um, I think Houston. How- I, I talked to some buddies earlier in December about taking them 200 to one, which I didn't, and uh, right now I'm regretting it personally. Uh, I think it's down about 60 or 50 to one at most shots. 50 to one, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm looking yeah. and I'm like, well. Are they better than, like, most of these top teams? Probably not, but I, I feel like they probably have a run in them. I think they should be fine. How about uh, Nevada? Terrible loss to San Diego State. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm loving it. I was all over it. I mean, I had some San Diego State yesterday, second half. Um, probably not the best, consider I was laying two, but 
just seemed Nevada wasn't there. I mean, um, they were taking some bad shots in that second half. I mean, a few air balls by uh, uh, one of the Martin twins, I think. And, uh, yeah, they were just having a rough time on the perimeter. San Diego, San Diego State shut them down. I was I was basically cheering for about 40 different things, but uh, Nevada losing was definitely <laughs> on top of that list. Um, so it's a bad loss, man. Any loss in the Mountain West for them right now is a bad loss. I don't think no, no, no loss from ne- from right now. It's probably going to get worse than that New Mexico loss. Uh, but it's going to be huge for seeding, and they better buckle down and win the Mountain West uh, tourney because it, it could – you know, it could really turn for them if they if they don't uh, they don't win that conference that conference. Yeah, if, if if they don't win the conference, I mean, if they, I mean, legitimately, if they lose another game, they could drop down into the five six number. Yeah, and, and nobody wants to be a five or six. That's correct. I mean, you you definitely want to be a four and at least have a good shot of getting through the first weekend playing inferior opponents. The 5-12 matchup is a nightmare usually. Yeah, it's, I mean, especially in the what, last few years. I mean, there's, it's not even really an upset yeah. anymore. We always get right. one or two of them. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right, last conference we'll discuss is the mess of the Big Ten. Oh, my God. I mean, and, you know, and we got a big matchup there coming up Sunday with Michigan State at Michigan. It's their first meeting. They're the, they're the two – Highest ranked teams, I don't know if they're good. Um, I, I'm not overly impressed with Michigan State. You know, obviously Izzo's a good coach. Sorry to, yep. you know, take this I was going to get on it anyway. I'll probably pick you know. up that anyway. All right. But I know you like Michigan's coach. That's your that's guy. That's my guy. That's, that's All right. Man. That's, yep. Um, but, man, the rest of the conference, hot, Purdue, Wisconsin, um, Maryland, these are the teams that are that are like in the the top twenty five, and you watch their games and you're like, nah, I I don't know if they're going to get through the first weekend in March in the dance. You know what I mean? Like, do you think that those teams have a shot? Well, the the three I mean three teams that came out when we uh, immediately started talking about college basketball before opening, uh, you know, the futures were uh, Nebraska, Minnesota, and Indiana. And they, mm. they're having, you know, like their worst seasons that I've seen. And, you know, Indiana is absolutely terrible. I, me and uh, me and Case, we continue to, like, try to figure out who the worst team in the Big Ten is. And we change it every other two days. So, yeah, uh, it's just getting out of hand at this point. Um, it's been some lean years in Indiana. Yeah, oh, my God. Just rough. Yeah. Man. It's just very rough. Yeah. Uh, and they just had a lot of hype coming in. But, you know, other than that, yeah, like – Ohio State, and they started off strong. You know, Penn State and Ohio State were two teams that seemed like they had it kind of figured out. And then in the middle of the, of the conference play, it just kind of started falling apart. Um, it's ugly basketball, man. It's just plain ugly basketball. Yeah, it's it's pretty terrible. I mean, Maryland's uh, led by that Bruno Fernandez kid who's a top, uh, top 10 pick coming out. Um, and then Michigan State just lost Nick Ward, I think, on the weekend when they played Ohio State. I mean, they're – they got a lot of things not going for them, not going well for them right now. Um, but, you know, they just – they got that, uh, you know, the, the Winston kid. And I, I like guard play. I mean, somebody like that is fine. It seems like their defense is kind of uh, tightening up too. So, that's another conference tourney I want to see. I need to see who's going to be hot going in. But for the rest of those teams in the middle, it's it's going to be brutal to watch unless they figure out something, you know, late in, uh, late or late in the conference tournament if they're going to be there. <laughs> 
a trend that the listeners can kind of pay attention to for Big Ten basketball. First team to 60 usually wins. <laughs> and uh, you can safely play the under most of the time in a lot of these games. And it's starting to be adjusted. But um, at one point tonight, like Michigan was playing at Minnesota, five-point favorite, closed 130 for the total. Not even the first half was over, and we were doing the. I was doing the game in game. It was down to one eleven. <laughs> probably, you know, probably before the first half was over. <laughs> yeah, it's so beautiful. yeah, it's it's just it's a, it's a different brand of basketball when you're watching. Uh, it looks a lot like some of the Big Twelve games, kind of. But the Big Twelve has teams that can you know put the ball in a basket too. So the the big. Ted just doesn't. I mean, you know, Michigan State starts slow every game. They're the, one of the worst first-half teams that's good. And, you know, them at halftime has been a pretty good play, second half. Yeah. But, it's, yeah. Um, Did you know. see the Purdue, I, Purdue and Indiana? They had, you know, it was like, I think that was on Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. But, yeah, the score was 20-20 at half. I think it was like, half time. like 9 to 7, you know, like in the eight-minute mark. I'm just like, well, this is ridiculous. I mean. Yeah, it looked like 1962 with no three-point line or no shot clock. Just, like they were playing four nothing, corners I mean, every possession. I mean, slow, too. They're playing slow. It's out yeah. of control. They can't make yeah. any, any jumpers. No, it's just, it was bad. Yeah. I think you hit the button on the head. First one of 60 wins. That's it. Simple. Um. All right, well, let's look at some games for the weekend. People want picks. They want opinions. We can give them to them, whether they're good or bad, fade or follow. Um, you know, this is what we do. We look at numbers. We look at teams. And shade sides, for those of you that don't know, Mo actually plays all of them. I play all of them. Watches all of them. Care. Sweats all of them. I need it, man. And, yeah, and, and, and he really just enjoys it. <laughs> so <laughs> the only game – worth mentioning for friday for those of you that are going to get this and uh if you're subscribing to the show download it and listen before friday uh tip off is buffalo is well one is buffalo good mo and two they're playing kent state right yeah yeah yeah, big number big number another big number uh 15 for the most part 15 and a half i'm 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 gonna assume it's gonna go up uh, yeah, lay it right. Yeah, I feel like that's the that's the case. Uh, yeah, I would say just go ahead and lay. Buffalo last year was uh, money in, in first half for the most part. Uh, they've already they've already had that rocky uphill climb in the middle of this conference play when um, they had scares against Akron, lost to Northern Illinois, lost to Bowling Green. I think they're on their way, you know, heading back up. So uh, Buffalo should be fine if they're even close to being, uh, you know, up by. A small amount, second half for sure, Buffalo. I It's all Buffalo to me, man. I like Massenberg. I like Grimes. The, the team's solid. I, I think they should be ma- able to make a run here. Going into okay. the conference tourney. All right. We'll run it down. Um, Saturday schedule, it's long. There's a lot of games. We'll pick and choose as we go. Try to stick to marquee slash big conference slash interesting storyline games. So we'll go quick. We'll make sure we, uh, we have A.B. in the back here so we can jump back in with some NBA talk. But we'll start off just with uh, we'll go by time schedule. The first game of the day is Virginia at Louisville. Uh, number three versus number 18 as of right now. 
Virginia's going to come what, Mo? Six? I, I on was going to say more near uh, seven or eight. I, I would, okay. I thought it'd be a little bit higher on what's going on now. Not really sure if that would they would calculate it as such because Louisville's been playing pretty bad as of late, but um, it's just hard to back Louisville at this point. Considering that them at home as a play, I would I'd probably take the points if it was a little bit higher, like I'm saying. Um, so I, I guess I'll just go with that. I'd probably go with Cardinals at home, uh, getting uh, the larger points if uh, if I'm right on that. I think if you get this total one thirty or higher, it's an under. Yeah. I don't I, I I don't know what the total's gonna be, but um uh, Duke was what, eight and a half at Louisville? Right. I think something that's what that close. So that's what I was thinking a little bit less, but somewhere close. You're probably right. Closer to seven. Um next game, same time, tip off, noon Eastern, nine o'clock Pacific, Tennessee at LSU. This is a tough one. Tough game, right? Yeah, I think yeah, Tennessee uh, ends up was a four-and-a-half-point favorite? Uh, Shorter. I think three. I do. Yeah. I'm always a big fan of shortening the the road favorites. When when I put up the openers, I'll be glad to take the first bet on the the road team laying a number. Right. So I always shade it a little lower. It doesn't mean it's right. I just, you know, from doing this for what seems like 100 years – I want to need home dogs more than I want to need road favorites. One, you know, from our side. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. Yeah, shorten them is is great. Yeah, I just, um, I just feel like from a point differential, I mean, Tennessee at home would probably be a little bit bigger of a favorite, like a, or actually that might be right. I think shorter might be right because I think that'd be what a seven and a half point favorite at. Home. I was going to say eight. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, I think shorter's actually fine. I think that might be too much of a differential. So short, uh, even as the short. Uh, favorite i think tennessee should be fine here um like i said they're looking ahead you know to that kentucky game and i'm not saying as in they're like looking ahead like forgetting about these games uh but i think it's going to be hard to play tennessee down that road after that loss against kentucky uh, kentucky uh you know hard to lay the small number but uh, you know if people are going to be laying a bunch or grabbing with the lsu at home uh, just give me Tennessee to win by about five or six points on the road. Um, get a good win here against LSU. All right. Uh, and, and the other nine o'clock game of interest, I think, is Marquette. Uh, as of right now, it looks like they're ranked 11th or 12th in whatever pool you're looking at. They play at Providence. Um, who? Uh, this is one of those games. What Marquette comes what? Six, sure. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I would say around there. I mean, six, six and a half seems pretty good. Um, I keep leaning a little bit higher on these on the on these teams. Um, yeah, I for me, you know, Prov- like we just explained, Providence just you know, literally destroyed St. John's after St. John's beat Villanova, um, and Marquette somehow escapes with the win against Butler. It was a pretty rough one. A lot of guys I know had Butler. God rest their soul. Um, they're alive, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think Providence. I mean, they're pretty scrappy, and you know, Marquette just can't keep coming out and doing what they've been doing. Um, I know they can score. I just they're gonna find the team right now that you know they, if they don't play any defense down the stretch here, it's gonna cost them. And I think this one might be one of the ones 
uh, where Providence is going to have some confidence in um, and actually hang with Marquette from a scoring standpoint. So I think any any points would be great with Providence. I think they win the game. I think Providence oh. wins. I think they get that big win against St. John's and follow it up with a big win against Marquette. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. The home dog right there from Mo. I like it. I think I kind of I kind of agree with you though. I think whatever the number comes, it'll probably be a little bit too high. So I would side there with you. Um, Friars will fly. Start. Flying Friars. They don't even have Machado. They're the, they're the Friars everyone's talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> Auburn at Kentucky, ten thirty start CBS game. Kentucky. Auburn. Oh man, double digits. Yeah, I think maybe or maybe nine and a half, ten. Uh, or okay. I think it might be a little bit higher. Could be. I think. Uh, I think you might have the right idea there. Um, Auburn finally played a good game. Uh, I I didn't really care about who they played it against. So I was just waiting for them to kind of come back and figure out who they were. I mean, the team that right. we seen in the beginning of the season, um, you know, absolutely pummeled Arkansas, and I think it was a great uh, game to have going into this big one against Kentucky. Who Kentucky's been steamrolling teams. Um, I like what they're doing, um, you know, and, and being in the rup, it's going to be an incredible game. And the last game that Auburn and Kentucky had played, I thought was the best game I've watched uh, all year this year, and that had Kentucky winning on the road. Um, I think it was uh, – they won won by a short amount, but they got it done. Um, I think it's going to be the same. I think it's going to be close. I think Auburn needed that game against Arkansas to really focus in right now to figure out uh, how they're going to do um, down the stretch in the SEC. So – I think I'd probably take some of the points with Auburn here. It should be a close one. Agree. I think um, the number will be inflated, and rightly so. You know, Kentucky off the the win, Tennessee, and then who did they beat the next game? Mississippi State or some? Who they beat? Who uh, Kentucky? I forget. Yeah, Missouri. Missouri, Missouri. Yep. So probably have to lay like I think double digits, and it'll probably go up. If you want to wait, grab the points. Um, might be oh, the other game. Might fly. Is, might yeah, it's gonna might fly. Yep. This thing's gonna soar. Yep. Iowa State at TCU, eleven o'clock start. Iowa State, very small favorite. Yeah, I would say like two pick and a half, maybe maybe one and two, a half. two. Yeah, two somewhere in that yeah, well, I think between two and pick. Yeah, short. Yeah. yeah, real short. TCU's yeah. been playing terrible as of late. Somehow they ended up losing to Oklahoma State uh, on yes. Monday, a.k.a. Small Monday. Um, small because there's not many games on the board. It's not a good joke. It's late right now. I mean, it's absolutely <laughs> terrible. But, um, yeah, I think you got the right idea. I think it's going to be shorter than what I said, Dave. Um, Iowa State's been good. We talked about him when we, when we spoke about the Big 12. I feel like uh, – it could be – oh, man. You know, I've seen so many times where Iowa State's been the short favorite on the road, and uh, it's just hard not to take the home dog in that position. It is. It feels – that one's going to feel like a trap uh, to me. That's one of those games, and I hate to use that term, but this one's going to look too easy because you're going to lay a bucket probably with Iowa State, and they'll go to – They'll go and lose the game. On yeah, the road. yeah, yeah. Wouldn't I mean, wouldn't surprise me at all. I think would not surprise me. At uh, all. Just how TCU lost that game to Oklahoma State. I mean, Oklahoma State shot the lights out. It didn't even look real. You know what I mean? So I feel like TCU might right. be a pretty decent play here, uh, especially if Iowa State's up at the half. I think TCU second half is something to really uh, um, uh, think about there. So um, 
I think we have the same agreement on TCU being the short dog at home. I think that should be fine. Jump ahead. Florida State at North Carolina. It's a 12-45 start. Uh, the second game of the CBS doubleheader after Kentucky hosts Auburn. I don't know. This is a tough game. It's a tough line to make. North Carolina is going to come what? Six and a half, seven? Yeah, maybe even higher. It could, could probably could be higher. I think uh, eight, eight, eight and a half might be good here. I think North Carolina is going to be good here. Um, yeah. I think they're going to actually come out and steamroll. They're playing uh, some of the best basketball we've seen from them in a while. Um, you know, it's just another big test right now, and they get it at home. So uh, I think the nod goes to if you, if you can get the best number you can, you know, if it, you know, God willing, if you can get the seven and a half, seven, if it's there, I think it's fine. I think they win by double digits. Tar Heels look pretty good right now. All right. Uh, all right. Let's. Uh... Let's go down the list here. I was going to talk about a couple other games, but we're going to speed this up. Uh, Duke at Syracuse, 3 o'clock start. A lot of question marks. Zion going to play, yes or no? Bayheim had that unfortunate incident with the car accident after the game. Is he even going to coach? Who knows? Uh, if Zion plays, Duke's, what, eight, eight and a half, nine. If he doesn't play... What, Duke four, four and a half? Yeah, I still think it'd be up there. Yeah, five five to six points, I think. Or actually, no, no, it would – I didn't even realize I forgot that they already played at home. Yeah, Shorter would be fine without Zion. Um, I was just thinking in my head, I'm just going to play the under because I don't know if everyone remembers what happened in the last game where both teams were literally running out the gym. Uh, I think it's going to be a little bit different on Syracuse's end. Yeah. They'll probably slow the pace up a little bit more, especially if Zion's not playing – um, it's the only I mean, shot they got. Correct. Yeah. You, I mean, you want to play Duke the game after what happened at home? One of their worst losses at home ever, let alone to North Carolina. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's just shaping up to totally be – yeah, Syracuse is going to have to hold the ball, keep it real low scoring to have any shot at all being in this game. Otherwise, it is – <laughs> for for Duke oh, it's to take it out on, yeah, too. they're going to be thinking for it this whole thinking about it this whole time, no matter what, no matter who's yeah. playing. So, yeah, one hundred percent. I just, you know, I, I don't. I'm hoping that they kind of get carried away on that total for the most part. It, uh, you know, when um, you know, we start putting them up uh, to market. Um, but I'm going to lean under that whole time when I see it. So, so I figure it's going to be the last marquee game of the day. Um, Kansas at Texas Tech, 5 o'clock start, big ESPN game, huge game, you know, for the conference. Texas Tech favorite at home, has to be. Yeah, 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 short favorite. And I think Kansas is going to be the square side for the most part. Um, you know, usually anytime they're getting points, they're gonna people are going to bet them. And that's fine. I, I agree with that. But I already had my, my sights set on Texas Tech and <laughs> – I think the team's going to kind of corral and, and, and make sure that they play well here, even though Kansas is going to make a push and it's going to be, it's going to be a good game. Uh, and I, I feel like, uh, you know, I want to be a part of it watching and cheering for every single uh, bucket and dribble I see. So uh, I'm just going to stand with my word and go with Texas Tech and, uh, you know, ho hope they get a, 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 you know, four, four or five point victory. Uh, you know, I best a 25 point victory so I can stop watching it at one point. Nice. Yeah, Kansas is going to be the square dog of the day. 
uh, it feels like to me, just with all these games that we just discussed, they'll be, it'll look too good to be true. Um, they'll probably be, I, I'm guessing three, three and a half, maybe, and yep. uh, probably get bet down. And Texas Tech will win by eight or more. Yeah, we had so. Kansas as the square dog on, I think that was last week when they were a two or three point favorite against TCU on the road. And they got that one, uh, but they won't get this one. So I think, yeah. <laughs> I think it should yep. be fair to bet Ra- Red Raiders here. All right, Nudge AB, let's bring him back into the show. Wake Are you up. There, sir. It's time. Whoa. <laughs> oh, here's another world. Otherworldly. Type stuff. Uh, did you watch the NBA All Star Game, AB? Uh, yeah, bits and pieces. I was working, so I saw some of it. The bounce pass from Curry to Giannis was my favorite part of the whole thing. Oh hey. yeah, a couple great highlights, of sure. course. But as a game, we're gonna have to do something with this. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to what I always say about these All Star games. I don't understand why everybody like wants them to be a real game. Like they're not meant to be. You know, I don't know. I, I I just don't. Yeah, I mean, the NFL one this year seemed really bad. I didn't see it, but based on what I saw score wise, it sounded horrible. Terrible but, in I the mean, rain. It, yeah, it's almost like two hand touch. Should have got canceled. Yeah, I mean, I don't want my players playing in the rain like that for a yeah. meaningless football game. But you know, I don't know. It's just supposed to be fun. I think we take it too seriously. Well, can we take the Lakers seriously? Yes, hundred percent. They're they're making the playoffs, right? Absolutely. There's yeah. no question. I, I, I laughed when I when I saw that prop come out, and then I was shocked that they were betting the under. I, I just like the Clippers. The Clippers lose a first round pick if they get in. The Kings can definitely make it, but man, just you're giving me the Sacramento Kings versus LeBron James, right? Yeah. Like, I I just I mean I guess like. <laughs> the the sum of the parts kind of thing where maybe the 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 kids are just not going to want to help him maybe they resent him at this point because they you know he wanted to ship them all out I, I that's the only way i could see it is if like they just you know the kids just don't want to play with him but i mean i i don't know i i just don't see how they're not making it i uh, i'm in i'm in agreement with you i mean they're making the playoffs. Are they a threat to win a series? It depends who they play. But really, of the top four teams uh, in the West, I don't know if they can beat any of them in a series. They, they're not going to beat Golden State, obviously. Um, Denver, yeah, I, I don't know. But it's an interesting discussion. The prop was up at the Westgate. Uh, and the initial bets were on the no, which, yeah. you know, I don't get. I'm, I'm with you. You take them plus money to make the playoffs. I think they get there. Um, we had a good matchup tonight in the East. Uh, Milwaukee held on and beat Boston. They were six-point favorite. Didn't cover the spread. Boston had a shot at the end, rimmed out to win the game. Uh, again, we've, we've talked about it when we've talked about the NBA. The East is just going to be a complete – meat grinder they're going to be good series um and i don't know who's going to win i really i, I don't have a clear-cut favorite in the east do you 
Man, um, not really, man. I, I think all the teams that we've talked about, the big four, um, if they play their best basketball in the playoffs, like, they're all capable. I mean, the Sixers are, the Bucks are, the Celtics are, the Raptors are. It's just, you know, I mean, they, they got these extra parts uh, other than Boston to see, uh, you know, how that's going to gel together. And it's going to be a hell of a series. Uh, I can't wait. I, I mean, I, I, I like upsets and everything, but there's a part of me that just wants to see these four in the semis. So we right. just get these amazing series day after day in the East. Yeah, and that'll give us a lot of talking points. It'll give us a lot of action. For sure. um, I am, uh, you know, the NBA was off for a week. And in years past, I would have never said I missed it. But from a work standpoint, I, was I missed dying. it. I was, it was a long week, man. <laughs> it really was. Like, you know. Um, it, it just it generates so much action, and there's just um, you know even the bad games, people bet this stuff. Like there's a lot of interest in it. Um, you know, Cleveland Phoenix today, a, a complete trash game. Two worst <laughs> teams in each conference. We took a ton of bets on it. The line steamed the other way. The total went four points. You know, there's just there's a lot of things going on. Which um, I think, you know, from our end of it, you know, behind the counter, I'm glad it's back. And I'm sure listeners, people that make wagers, like action, they're glad it's back too. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, I, I'm, as I've said before, I'm enjoying the NBA more than any other sport right now. Um, the talent level is just incredible. And just watching these guys battle. Um, the, the Warriors Kings game was fantastic. I don't Excellent. know how you got to watch that one, but man, Kings, they bring it when they play the Warriors, man. Yeah. They don't keep, they don't want to play them in the first round. <laughs> no. I mean, who wants that as a first round matchup? I mean, they might steal a game, maybe even two and they're, and they're like giving it to you for four quarters. I mean, yeah. every game, not the kind of series you want to start with. No, no. And, you can tell Sacramento's, they're learning a lot. They have a lot of talent. Um, they, they're not afraid. You know what I mean? They just mm-hmm. keep coming. They find ways. You know, Buddy Held shoots from everywhere. Um, they got some inside presence. Pretty impressive. It will be entertaining. Um, I'm not saying that Sacramento's going to upset Golden State in a playoff series, but let's just say it will be a good watch. Uh, Houston's playing at Golden State Saturday. That's the marquee NBA game on ABC, 5.30 Pacific start. Golden State's going to come with some absurd number. It's probably going to be, what, eight and a half, nine? Man, that just sounds crazy when you say it. I know, but that's Um, what, you know, I mean, seven and a half, you know, is the lowest I think it'll come. Um, And, you know, Houston just lost to the Lakers. Yeah, but but it's playoff activated LeBron. If you take it, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I don't know if you saw like there's a little bit of drama <laughs> after the game. Harden was complaining about the official and saying that he shouldn't be allowed to ref their games anymore because mm-hmm. it's personal between him and that ref. Yep, Scott Foster, I believe it was name. That's it. So uh, you know, eh, I don't know. It's interesting. 
I, I, I'd kind of lean towards taking the Rockets there. I, I mean, they still need the games, still trying to keep, you know, up in the standings and whatnot. Um, you know, you know, they're the type of team that they probably don't want to like have a bunch of road series. Right. Um, you know, they're only technically they're only three games ahead of the Kings for the ninth seed, which means they're out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's time to go. And I mean, you know, if they, if they don't bring their best effort to Golden State, I mean, what are they even doing? So I, I'd, I'd take Houston on the points. Yep. I agree with you. It'll come inflated again, and mm-hmm. that will be one side. I, I agree. I would be looking to back. Yeah, Houston, uh, they're at an interesting spot. Nobody wants to be the five seed or even six seed in the West. You yeah. want to be three or four. Even if you have a hard first-round series, you want to have the home court. So you're right. They're playing every game, um, which is good. Like almost the entire West is playing pretty much every game. The Suns are obviously out. The Grizzlies have packed it in. And the Pelicans, who knows what's going on with that situation. Man, that's uh, insane. Like you heard about the thing where they were trying to get the NBA to basically let them bench them for the rest of the year. Yes. And then the next thing I heard, I didn't even hear a statement from the NBA. It was just – yeah, the, we're going to be playing Anthony Davis 20 minutes a game. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. What yeah. a mess. It's, it's just what a, a mess complete mess. Fired the GM. And uh, yeah, they can't. It's, it, they're done. So, but, you know, Dallas is still playing for a spot. I mean, they're five games back of the playoff spot. But, you know, things are, I think that, you know, they're not packing it in. Minnesota still has dreams and hopes of making it. The Lakers are obviously coming on. The Kings. Clippers are the team that's mailing it in. Um, you pointed that out last week. They don't want to make the playoffs, right, because they lose the draft pick, something yep. like that. Yeah, yep, the, so. yeah, they lose their draft pick if they make the playoffs. Right. So it seems kind of silly to go, sweet, we got swept by the Warriors in the first round. That was totally worth the, worth the first-round draft pick. Yeah. <laughs> like, why Why would you do that? Especially with what Ballmer's going to be doing in the offseason. I was telling no, I think they're going to end up with two big players, maybe Kawhi and Jimmy Butler. Maybe even Durant. Wow. Yeah. I, the, I mean, the guy's the guy's loaded. He knows business. He knows he needs stars to compete with the Lakers and LeBron. So they're going to spare no expense. And they do have Doc Rivers, who has won the championship before with good players. So right. Oh, that's interesting. Right. Has the has any like other sport really with free agents, even like baseball with the hot stove and all these things. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like the NBA drama with these guys and what's going on. It's completely changed the way we talk about the NBA, hasn't it? Totally. It's the, it's the, mo- it's the best modern sport because like there's always something going on that's newsworthy, you know, like, I mean, the hashtag NBA Twitter is like a real thing. Like that yeah. is, that's like, one of the most trending things there is when there's something going on. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know what really, I don't know what the anomaly is of, you know, this happening with uh, these teams and these players, but man, like people are into it. I mean, it's, it's, you know, you got highlights all night on Twitter. You got comments from players pop up. You don't got to watch these nonsensical highlight shows with a bunch of, people just making a bunch of noise and trying to be funny when all you want to do is watch highlights. Yeah. You know, it's just, man, 
I don't know. It's crazy. Like, I, it's the only reason I even really like Twitter, to be honest with you, is because of the NBA. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff. You're right. Yeah. There, there's definitely a lot of good stuff, and it's it's uh, it's entertaining without the football. You know, we, we we still like to watch football and you know talk about football, and football is a huge part of our business. But I'm with you. I'm enjoying the NBA and all the peripheral stuff that's going on and the positioning and things and how is this going to turn out? So, yeah, I, uh, I agree with you. Um, I don't know. Do you guys, does Machado signing with the Padres seriously, does that affect anything? I, I like it, man. I mean, well, I, mean I, I like it. You know, I'm glad that he didn't go to one of the big markets and, you know, it would have been boring. He goes to the Yankees or the Dodgers, but does that make the Padres a better team? You know, they're well. Here's here's a couple things I'm gonna say. First off, the uh, Padres are actually the number eight market. Did you know that? Number eight in the United yes. States. Correct. Huh. They yeah. they've played that small market angle for a long oh, time. Yeah. Uh, well, oh. I've heard. Uh, is it true they have a new owner or something, and that's why this is happening? Or I don't know what's going on, but they've been talking about how. The, the new guy in charge or something wants to spend money. I, I don't know if that's true. It's about time. I feel like I feel like it's the same guy though, so I don't know. I don't know. It's very weird. Like I remember reading that and I was like, I don't know if that's accurate. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> like uh, I, I just feel like that it is it is good for them. Uh oh, I think you there. I think he something. Oh, his phone died. Oh, he's gone. Quality bats in their lineup. Oh, they could. There he is. There he is. You're back. Oh, I got lost. Sorry. Yeah, oh. that's all right. Um, sorry. I, I mean, I just think that uh, it's good for the city. You know, like they they lost the Chargers, um, and I could see them getting off to a hot start, and then they just roll because of that. So, the Giants and Rockies don't impress me. Uh, the Diamondbacks clearly are, are trying to retool. The Dodgers might even be due to be down a little bit um, with kind of just, you know, two back-to-back World Series losses. Can't have the best uh, feeling in that locker room. Uh, eventually, I don't know if it's this year or a following year, but that's going to bite them at some point, I think. Wow. You've been talking to Lindemann too long. No, 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 we we really haven't, man. Uh, He told me about one betting man on the Padres, and I was like, yeah, I could see that. Right. And I was like, I kind of want to bet him just because I don't like the the other teams in the division. And he's like, yeah, I think the same thing. And I'm like, okay. Thing I used as a theory when the Rockies went to the World Series, and I bet them to win the division. Uh huh. And they finished one game back of the division, and went all the way to the World Series, which is a horrible story. (laughs) Um, but I kind of, that's how I approach baseball. Uh, I'm not like a real good day to day kind of baseball better. It's such a long grind. Um, and so for me, I'm always trying to find a couple like future pieces and most of the teams I like, I feel like are too low. I'm not getting enough value on. Mm -hmm. So the Padres were the one I was looking at, but, but you made the mention on Twitter about the pitching and that that's the issue I have. But the only good part there is, is that, they have such a pitcher-friendly ballpark that that helps them a lot. Oh, it does. There's no, there's no question at putting Manny Machado, you know, in the two or the three hole in your lineup, and uh, you know, playing. I think he's going to play third base. They said um, mm-hmm. that's going to help, obviously. But 
their season wins before the signing was like 74 and a half, 75, and it went up to 78, you know, or 78 and a half. That's not, they're not even a 500 team. They're not even projected to be a 500 team. So like right. all this, not like we got a deluge of bets on them to win the world series and to win the pennant and stuff, you know, after or right before it was announced, whatever you, I don't remember sure. the exact time, but I was enjoying it and I didn't want to move the line. I thought, you know, let's just keep taking bets because if they don't get off to a fast start, if they go through April and May, they're below 500, they're eight to 10 games back of either the Rockies or the Dodgers who, you know, are going to be the teams battling for the division crown based on all the numbers and everything that we look at. The Diamondbacks, you know, traded Goldsmith and, you know, their pitching is worse than San Diego's. San Francisco, I have no idea what they're doing. They're a complete mess right now. Um, I don't know if they sign Harper or not, but it, it makes the Padres incrementally better. It doesn't make them a threat to, I don't think, win the division. Not this year. You know, right. if, they, if, if things turn, it, it's, it could be a turnaround for the franchise. Everyone laughed last year when they signed Hosmer to that kind of big long-term contract. Would you ever give anyone a 10-year contract? I mean, the only person that I gave even a thought to giving a 10-year contract to is my wife. You know what I mean? <laughs> and we've made it 15 years. And, you know, we, we, we do like two-year extensions right now. You know, we're just trying to get to 20. That's the next, that's the next target date. Nice. But who in the hell gives anyone a 10-year anything? I don't you know get what's, it. You know what's weird about those contracts, though, is that the salary keeps going up for the wives, you know? But, oh yeah. yeah! Nobody tells That's you weird. That. It's so single guys. You gotta listen. Yeah, yeah, you gotta really be sure, guys. <laughs> sports Mo, is the opposite. I'm telling you, Mo. You guys they start. They start at the, the two million, and somehow you end up at twenty. Yeah, there's no arbitration. <laughs> there's no there's there's no renegotiation. No, 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 uh-uh. no. That's one of my yeah. favorite. If you go words, to arbitration, you're in trouble. Renegotiation, and I'm, it's not helping me. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Just enjoy, <laughs> just enjoy the action, Mo, and you know your family, your parents, everything you got going on while you can. Now, I'm just telling you, because when you make that call and you sign that contract, brother, everything changes. That's just you know, <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Rough contract. Leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave Rough it at that. Contract. But yeah, I don't know. Ten year contracts. He says a five year opt out. Okay. Um, We'll I'd rather I'd rather unload like like a guy like Harper. I'd rather pay. So I guess the thing is like thirty mil, right? Yeah, that's like I'd rather I'd rather pay him forty over five years. No doubt, right? You know what I mean? Like let's just let's just cut this cut this hundred off, but we'll slice it and we'll slice you five years. Yeah, like you pay. We're gonna give you half the time, but you're gonna make a gazillion dollars a year. Now I don't know if maybe the reason there is that it just doesn't fit financially. And that's the reason these contracts have to be so long, but I agree with you. It's ridiculous, but I, I really hope, I really hope the Padres uh, end up with Harper. I think that would be, I mean, that's, you know, maybe they can get him to come in and sign like a two year thing and they can just see how it goes. And then that way it gives them a little time to kind of restructure some things and try to keep them both. Wow. That would be monster. Well, and that, that's kind of, I mean, I don't know. I just get the weird feeling that, like, I've always thought, like, who doesn't want to play in San Diego? Like, it just seems like the greatest, like, baseball town to be in as far as, like, 
you live in San Diego, first of all, and you're, you have, you're making $30 million this year. Like even in California with the taxes, it's still not hurting you that bad. And I heard Machado's going to claim he's a Florida resident so he doesn't have to pay the taxes. Oh. So, you know. If you haven't been to San Diego, at some point you need to go. We're lucky that it's a drivable uh, trip for us. And mm-hmm. it's, I mean, Petco Park is top three in all of baseball. The the whole scene is incredible. Yeah, who wouldn't want to go to San Diego? No question. Uh, and they've never won anything. Yeah. So there's like not even that pressure. There's no, there, and there's no other game in town, right? There's no Chargers yeah, anymore. Exactly. There's no. You got um, the fleet. The fleet are there. Oh, oh, the fleet. Oh, yeah, the don't fleet. Yeah, the the AAF. Uh, forgot the fleet. Yeah. <laughs> Five and one, big Dave. You guys are smoking. You got it's, it's good. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> I still can't believe it's on. You know, they, they had to get an influx of money or something to make payroll. Let's keep the thing together, at least get to the championship game for Vegas. Please, <laughs> let's just get there. Man. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Apollos are minus 15. Lay it. Lay it. Yeah, it's already been said. It's set in stone. Lay it. Lay it. Absolutely great. Oh. All right. Well, I can't think of anything else, and we're, we're running against the clock and, you know, battery life and everything else. So, I'll uh, – <laughs> I'll throw it to you guys first. Mo, any loose ends you want to tie up here before we sign off? I'm just happy that out of like the hour and uh, 20 minutes that we've been on here, uh, we've not really talked anything about Zion. So uh, just keeping to our promise earlier about not talking about it much, I feel like now would be the time to just uh, be happy about it and kind of just finish finish off my time here on the on the cast for tonight. If you're him, would you play again if you're healthy? Yes. But I wouldn't come to. back quick. I wouldn't come back immediately. I would still play, though. Finish yeah, out if the he's, season. If he's not hurt, he's playing Saturday. I rather... it's, Vin, it's, it's, Vin, it's Vince McMahon. No chance in hell. No chance in hell he plays no Saturday? I agree. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, no, I'm saying if I were him, I'd never play. Oh. Zero shot. No Zero shot. I'm the number one pick. It's over. Thank you. Goodbye. One shoe blows out, and that's it. Literally, could it, I could re-aggravate the injury. It could lead to a tear. All right, get me out of here. Right. I got bigger things that I'm doing next year. I see both sides of the argument. And, I agree. Uh, I, I, I see both sides, and I think that's a very individual decision. Um, sure. And, you know, uh, Duke, he doesn't owe them anything. And, you know, he's got the rest of his life to worry about. You're right. Um, so, yep, I can see both sides. I don't know what I would do. I love playing. And as I get older, you know, sometimes just breaking into a jar. So, you know, if I could still play the game, I, I, I think I would play. But, you know, uh, yeah, no chance in hell. I can see that too. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, AB, what do you got? Anything? Oh no, I was gonna say it was good to have you in the driver's seat again. Uh, it's always a, it's got a good uh, pace and stuff when you're when you're uh, at the controls. So appreciate yeah, the one, effort tonight, my one man. One of these, one of these times, I'm gonna actually figure out how to like actually use the app, and <laughs> and so I can take that off you a little bit as well. But uh, yeah, for the listeners, I mean, uh, you know, we try to get together and do this once a week. Um, 
you know, I, my dream is to do it every day and, and, and not have to sweat these like St. Bonaventure totals on a daily basis. But, <laughs> you know, if we could find a way in a Bleacher Report studio at your at, uh, at the big place down on the strip, that would be ultimate lifelong goal. Sure. The show would be That'd great. Be sick. For us to get there, though, our listeners have to – you guys got to go on there, give us ratings, give us uh, – if you like the show. If you don't like the show, save the rating. <laughs> we yeah, I mean, let's just keep it real. We, we don't need one stars. Yeah, you know, pop the five star, leave a comment. That'd be great. Retweet the link. AB does a great job getting that thing out. Um, if you like the show, subscribe so you automatically get it. This Anchor app has been wonderful for us. Um, we, there's a lot of different platforms. You don't have to have an iPhone to listen to the show. So do that as well. And uh, AB, what was the column about this week? I haven't read it yet. Oh, man. Uh, no column this week. Oh, yeah. you took the all-star break off, too. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I was going to throw you a plug there'll in the be gaming some, today. There'll be some but... UFC next week, but yeah. Excellent. Yeah. All right. You want to sign us off? You want me to do it? Go, go ahead, my man. Close it out. All right. Listeners, thank you for following along. And um, this has been the heavy hoops, but – Also some uh, baseball and other talk, cash considerations. Thank you.